Welcome to a new podcast. This is Everything with Everett, a talk show podcast hosted by Everett McConaughey from Boise, Idaho. The purpose of this production is to share thoughts, voices, and information to further a discussion on who we are as individuals, communities, and a global presence. Everything with Everett is open to all topics of discussion, faith, religion, history, finances, and well, everything. Follow, like, listen, and subscribe. Visit EverettMcConaughey.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week with Everything with Everett. It's been, uh, obviously, I didn't post last week because I was around my transition of the allotment of time. So I wanted to wait till I could do a week with two podcasts like I have with the new format, two 15-minute episodes. This week, I want to talk about your First Amendment rights and social media. It comes as during my hiatus, uh, we had the uh, treason terrorist act at the nation's capital. Some radical Trump supporters, or as they would rebuke, they would say that it was Antifa disguised as uh, Trump supporters. If I was Antifa, I don't think I would want to be caught dead holding a pro-Trump flag or memorabilia. So that, that was that's my opinion. And I am anti-fascist, but definitely not part of official anti-Tifa or Antifa. Anyway, so following that whole ordeal, uh, Trump was disconnected from Twitter and... His supporters called it as being censored, silenced. They were violating his uh, right to freedom of speech and First Amendment. And honestly, that's not true. It was about time that something happened to him in terms of, you know, his social media rhetoric and, and kind of what he's been doing. But it's not a violation of his... Um, First Amendment rights. To be quite honest, your amendments don't apply online. So when you have Netflix, Twitter, Facebook, all of them, they are private companies. You are bound by the terms of service that you probably hit, I agree, and scroll through to complete the membership. Um, but those that's what defines what they can and can't do and what your rights are. So you're in a business contract with a private company. So they can do whatever the heck they want. They can be like, you know what? We don't like what you're sharing today. You're posting too much red and you violate our terms of service and our community standards. So bye. That's their right. If you, if you object and you don't like it, you have every ability to uh, either educate yourself or if you have the knowledge, you know, go, Go launch a server, start your own uh, platform out of your house or basement or whatever you want. Um, But it's not a violation of the First Amendment rights, which is also why we don't have, you know, the rights to privacy on Facebook and social media outlets. 
the Fourth Amendment is the reasonable expectation of privacy. So in your house, you can close the doors, you can close your windows, you can keep the blinds closed, and you have an expectation of privacy. If someone comes in your house and places a camera and records your stuff or bugs your house, they are violating your Fourth Amendment rights unless they have obtained a document that allows them to do so for a criminal case, investigation, whatever, but somehow a judicial system has to approve that warrant and allow your fourth amendments to be violated. Social media platforms, your cell phone, um, your, it's a device in a, in a platform that is feeding into a private corporation. And frankly, if they see something they don't like you doing or they don't support on their platform or, turned a blind eye to it for years, but then decide, you know what, we're going to clean up this place and then, you know, kick you out. That's their right. That's their house. They created it. And again, you're bound by the contract that you signed, albeit clicked a box on, um, when you signed up for the service and kind of the way it goes is if you don't like that and you think that Facebook's, you know, overarching and too intrusive, then you can delete your stuff and never come back. Like, that's how it goes. Anyway, so today I have a really good video um, about that subject matter. And it is from a YouTube page called Tox, Toxin Law or Tox On Law, T-O-L. It's called, Is There a First Amendment Right on Social Media? And this was actually posted in February of 2020. So well before Trump actually got silenced and parlor was taken down and you know all that kind of stuff was going on and i think it really helps uh, illustrate from a legal standpoint from a professional standpoint someone who has done their whole life on this subject um analyzing kind of what's going on there so let's go ahead and uh, take a look at that today is a great day to start a podcast whether you're looking for a new marketing channel have a message you want to share with the world or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Many people are complaining about being kicked off social media platforms, either because of particular posts or because of a series of posts. And the question arises, do you have a right not to be kicked off Facebook, Twitter, etc. My name is Nadine Strassen. I am a professor of law at New York Law School, and for many years I was the head of the American Civil Liberties Union. So the answer to the question, do you have a right not to be kicked off a social media platform is no, you have no such right. Many people are shocked to learn that the First Amendment free speech guarantee, along with all constitutional rights, only protects us against the government. So if the government interferes with your 
freedom of speech, you can bring a First Amendment lawsuit to challenge that. And that's true whether we're talking about a federal government official or a state or local government official. But guess what? Facebook, Twitter, the other social media platforms are not the government. They are private sector entities and therefore they have no First Amendment obligation to protect your freedom of speech. To the contrary, they have their own First Amendment rights, their media right. So just as the New York Times or CNN or any other traditional media uh, platform has no obligation to host your particular message. The same is true for social media. And this is of great concern because as a practical matter, the social media have become the dominant platform for the exchange of information and ideas. In fact, the US Supreme Court recognized in a unanimous opinion in 2017 that the social media platforms are the most important platforms for the exchange of information and ideas and communication, not only among all of us as individuals with our friends and family members, but also between us and government officials and politicians. So it's really important not only for our individual freedom of speech to be meaningful, but also for our rights as citizens in a participatory democracy to have equal access to social media platforms. That is why so many people, so many government officials, uh, so many human rights agencies and activists are thinking very hard and working to implement other ways to protect equal and fair access to social media platforms for all of us, even if our ideas are unpopular or controversial. So, in a nutshell, do you have any constitutional First Amendment free speech right to air your views on any social media platforms? The answer is no. My name is Nadine Strassen, professor of constitutional law, former head of the ACLU. Thanks for watching Talks on Law. And thank you, Nadine, for that very thorough analysis. And thank you, Talks on Law, for putting that information out on YouTube for all of us to uh, take a look at that. Um, also, kind of related to that uh, subject matter, kind of what she was saying about how people are trying to come up with laws um, to help ensure that you have rights on um, the social media platforms. Later this week, uh, my second episode or second half of the podcast for the week, the next 15-minute segment, is going to be on the on uh, the Communications Decency Act, section number 230. Kind of basically outlines the protections of uh, online companies and social media outlets. Uh, really is kind of heralded as 
creating the internet landscape that we have today. Obviously, when this law was written in 1996, it was, you know, the internet was something that was between large companies and corporations. It was a government thing. Um, I mean, back then we still, we all had like dial up internet. Um, I remember if you had like corporations, businesses had always on internet. I remember that. Um, and I remember like if you, if you knew someone and they had like high speed internet at their house, well, DSL high speed for back in then, nothing like what we have now. But if they had always on internet where they didn't have to connect to a modem and dial into it and, you know, you had the minutes and the airtime, um, they either worked from home, they had a business, or they were getting money from somewhere because it wasn't cheap. Um, anyway, so join me later on this week, section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. We're going to talk about that and kind of the pros and cons of it. Um, I definitely think that there are some good things. It was well-intentioned, but I think that we could definitely use revising it and replacing it. But that uh, is today's episode. You do not have a right to free speech on social media. You don't have, frankly, any constitutional rights online. There's no privacy. That's why your internet service provider can... uh, Keep tabs of what you do, sell your information, um, kind of what you buy, what you browse, your likes and your dislikes, and that's why everybody seems to know you pretty well when you go to a site and you see an ad for something that, oh, I was just talking about that. So, no freedom of speech, no right to privacy, and no right to religion, (laughs) all on the internet. So join me later on this week, probably about Friday for CDA 230, Communications Decency Act. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tomorrow is Inauguration Day, and we get to welcome President Joe Biden and the first uh, female vice president, Kamala Harris. Very cool. Bye-bye, Donald Trump. I look forward to not having to talk about him unless he pops his ugly little head up somewhere else. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation. Send a text message or leave a voicemail at 208-391-2808. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and several podcasting platforms. All the information at everettmcconaughey.com.